hail our fair Riverdale Register. Hello guys and welcome to the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. And my name is John. And welcome to the Riverdale Register. We already said it. My name is Caitlin. Oh my god. No, she's caught in the loop. Oh, the loop. The loop, the loop, the loop. Anyway, guys, how are you? We went to the Riverdale panel at Paley Fest last weekend. It was amazing. We had such good seats. Oh my god, we had amazing seats. Amazing seats. They're so pretty. They were so pretty. But also, the seats themselves. I'm not talking about where they were. They were just beautiful seats. Yeah, they were in the nose. The seats themselves. No, we were like five rows in. It was good. Uh, KJ Appa sweat on us (laughs) because he was doing push-ups on stage. Can you imagine? You can actually watch a live stream. Yeah. You can prove that's false. But (laughs) uh, reconfirmed the fact we learned last time we saw any of the cast live, which is that Luke Perry is a treasure. Oh, my God. It was the same. Did you? I get why they they kept Fred alive. (laughs) Did you remember the last time, this was over a year ago, or maybe not over a year ago, it was a year ago, we saw them at the smaller Paley? Yeah, the the Paley Center. The Paley Center in Beverly Hills. And... Do you remember Luke Perry being like, that guy with the microphone went to my high school? Yeah. So that guy must work for Paley Fest yeah. because <laughs> he said it again. He really wants to know that he has yeah, a personal connection with the guy yeah. who holds the microphone. Or not, and that's not his only job. But like, <laughs> I wonder what the guy who holds the microphone thinks of that. It's yeah, just he's like, like, Jesus. Sh- oh. Shut up, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like that guy was really, really popular in high school. And like Luke Perry was the nerd in high school. And this guy is like, you'll never be as cool as me. I just assume he still had a microphone in right, hand he did, of his course. entire life. Yeah, he was a microphone guy. Every every school has one. Luke just wants to be his friend, even to this day. To this day, he's everything that Luke Perry has ever done was to please Paley Fest microphone guy. They also showed us the musical episode of Riverdale at that panel, so we know what's coming. Rest in peace, Archie. <laughs> crazy. It was crazy. a crazy twist move. They kill Archie. Yeah. Next episode. Amazing. But honestly, I'm excited for the rest of the season because of it. I know. I, 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 I mean, obviously, we're going to do the, the, the Paley Fest episode, the musical episode. But I can't, I can't tell you guys how much fun it was, how much it makes me want to see Carrie the musical. <laughs> honestly, uh, it, it, it was exactly what I need in the middle of this season. Yes. And no, it's not really the middle of the season. We, you know, I think we overestimated how many episodes there were because we didn't realize that there was going to be a little bit of a break. So we have... There's this episode, there's a musical episode, and then I think there's only four more episodes. You think? I, that's what I, I checked, actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. I know. Then you know. I know. So, yeah. Then say you know, man. I know. It's, uh, a, it's a female thing. Or not a female thing, a woman thing. I understand. Yeah. So. Hey, let's read some reviews, Caitlin. Okay, awesome. Honestly, all of these were... That's Stella's little pitter-patter. It's adorable, I know. Um, all these reviews are actually pretty positive, even though the first one is a three-star review. Um, I honestly like that our show is a little bit polarizing, because if people aren't mad at us, are we even doing God's work? Right, but only a little bit polarizing. Right, <laughs> You right. don't want to get a ton of one-star reviews. No. Being like, ah, they're terrible. Shut up, and I hate dogs. And it does make me wonder if this is a reason why we do get some one-star reviews, which I think is silly. But anyway. Read the review. Politics. <laughs> is the subject line by MRK it's because of the school student body president race, right? Right, of course. MRK 6007. Maybe it's 6007. Maybe that's a James Bond reference. I don't understand. This is, uh, this is a three-star review. A three-star review. That's weirdly positive. Enjoy the show. Yay. But do not like the political comp. Com- commits, actually, they wrote Commits? The, oh. They don't maybe, like us committing to maybe, politics? Maybe they mean something. I think they mean politics. Because we, because we've both decided on a political party. Yeah. It's confusing. Let's keep it about Riverdale, dot, dot, dot. Isn't that what the show's about, after all? Otherwise, great podcast. I honestly can't be mad at this person. <laughs> like, I wanted to be, like, more outraged, but, like... Okay. So, first of all, just a minor thing, I want to say. I really don't think we actually talk about politics that much. I think that we just make it clear that we don't like Trump. So, honestly, if that bothers you because you do like Trump... There was the episode where I compared Archie to um, Jared Kushner. Oh, yeah, you did that. <laughs> yeah. 
And I did say, actually, that Veronica was the Ivanka Trump of the show. So, actually, maybe this is on us. But you know what? I think the show actually has a little bit of politics in it. Yeah, I think it does. Which means that's what the show's about, after all. I mean, there is... I'm oh. sorry, this is, this is aggressive against our comedy. No, 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 I actually think it's a good conversation. Um, first of all, I want to thank this person for sharing their comment and for complimenting the show. MRK6007. Is that a James Bond thing? Tweet at us if you tweet. <laughs> um, and you know what? You're entitled to your opinion, and I will say we are also entitled to ours. Um, I don't think that we're really equipped to have insane political conversations on a Riverdale podcast, so we will try to veer away from anything more in-depth than the occasional Trump joke, which honestly just flows out of me like a song. Yeah. So We're not going to be like Roseanne, where we're jumping into it head first. Yeah. But I haven't watched Roseanne, but sure, I believe you. I've seen one episode of Roseanne. And, and now we know. New, yeah. And I'm good. I don't yeah. need to see anymore. Uh, Oh, we got more reviews. We do. So anyway, uh, thank you, MRK six double oh seven, for sharing your opinion, and thank you for listening to the show. And we we, have uh, yeah, and we have more. We have one from Shirley Sherry oh four five stars. Prom king and queen are John and Caitlin. Oh my god, my school didn't actually have prom king and queen. Did your school? You know what? I don't remember. I think you would have remembered. Um, <laughs> You're right. I would have. Yeah, you read it. This is my favorite Riverdale podcast, including my own. Whoa. <laughs> I want to know what your Riverdale podcast is. I want to listen. John and Caitlin always make me laugh, and they become one of my favorite parts of watching Riverdale. As mentioned before, Caitlin's betting impression is spot on, and John's chuckle is the best. I love that those are the two things that are coming those up. Those are our things. Okay. Amazing. I'm known for my laugh. Yeah, you are. It's a good laugh. I'm sorry if I don't compliment it enough. You don't need to. Yeah. Well, you know how I feel about compliments. Every time I get a compliment, an angel gets its wings. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. This one, is it's not only their favorite Riverdale podcast, it is their favorite podcast. Oh my god. So this is Poppy Smooth, um, who has bad taste in podcasts. No, I'm kidding. Maybe it's Pop is Smooth. Pop is Smooth. We'll figure that out. <laughs> Papa's Muth. Thank you, Papa's Muth. Riverdale is not my favorite show, but this is my favorite podcast. You are honestly so fucking nice. I, of course, love Caitlin's Betty voice. I laugh every time. I like that John and Caitlin do some research about the director of episode of the episode and explain the relevance of each title. I have grown to look forward to the tangents they go on and encourage them to do it more. Keep up the great work. You two are the best. I'm, like, crying. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. It's been a rough morning. We really needed that. Yeah, it has been a rough morning. It has. But, but that is, uh, that's our situation. Yeah. Speaking of our explaining episode titles, this is chapter 30, The Noose Titans. And I'm going to look this up right now. (laughs) (laughs) So weirdly, it seems that The Noose Titans isn't actually based on any movie. The only thing I could find is that there is this, um, is it a graphic novel? Yeah. This graphic novel where um, it's an allegory for... It's called Mouse, M-A-U-S. And it seems that the the fourth chapter in it is called The News Titans. And it would make sense because Roberto is a comic person, so he would probably have read this, and you said it won a bunch of awards, and that was very popular. This is when the Germans announced that they're going to ship all of the elderly people off to what I assume is a concentration camp or a ghetto. Um, And they make it sound like a nice place, but it's actually a terrible place. You think that prison being sold is like a nice place? Maybe, or I was thinking that Cheryl, it could just be Cheryl getting shipped off to the... uh, Oh, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. Um... Yeah, that's the only thing I can really think of. And that maybe they have to rescue people from this terrible situation. Yeah, not really what happens in that graphic novel. Yeah, well, that's the only thing I can think of. So tweet at us if you think there's like some random independent movie that doesn't have an internet presence that you think this movie is actually based on. But this is the only thing that I think makes sense. 
Unless there's, this is like a, a different saying or something from somewhere that I don't recognize. Like if this is like a popular thing Superman says or something. Yes, uh, <laughs> I, don't I know. can't count the the times I've read an issue of comic book when Superman is, turns to the turns to you the reader and says the Noose Titans. Honestly, that sounds like a thing. So that's the news Titans. I'm sorry that we couldn't give you a more detailed synopsis, but... <laughs> kind of awkward after we read that review. After we read the review. But honestly, that's not our fault. That's Riverdale's fault. Chapter 30 was written by Britta Lunton, who did chapter 10 and 23, and uh, Brian E. Patterson, who also did chapters 10 and 23 and 27. Are they writer writing partners? Can't tell. Uh, well... Patterson did 27 and Britta didn't, but they've both been story editors since chapter 24. Interesting. Yeah. Intrigued. It was directed by Alexis Ostrander, who seems to be just getting into TV directing now. She cool. directed an episode of American Horror Story Roanoke. Oh, uh, awesome. Have you seen that? I've watched, I've watched no seasons of American Horror Story. I've seen one episode of American Horror Story. Which Can one? you guess which one? The fourth episode of season two. God, got me. It was the first episode of Freak Show. Oh, so no wonder you haven't watched it anymore. <laughs> Though I really love the music in that. People like were so mad about all the music that they did in Freak Show. I was like, yeah, Lana Del Rey. Oh. They had like Jessica Lang covering a Lana Del Rey song in like 1955. And then Evan Peters like doing a like think it smells like teen spirit, but I'm not positive. Oh, that kind of reminds me of what they do on Westworld with the music. They do like well, they do like piano covers of classic rock songs. That sound like no, they sound is, like they're playing played in an old West saloon. That's cool, but this is actually. It's like Nirvana. Well, yeah, but Westworld takes place in twenty something, whatever. Right? Uh, yeah, they're, they're not specific about the time right. period, but it's not. Yeah, this but is the, the world is supposed yeah. to feel like the past. But yes, it, it makes sense for them to do the music, and right. the one you're talking about doesn't. It doesn't make sense, but I love it. I, like, love, 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 love American Horror Story. Like, to a point where people are like, really? Like, it was kind of weak this season. I'm like, that. The only season I didn't like, actually, was this one. It's too political. <laughs> okay, it wasn't. It was, but it wasn't. Um, Alexis is also doing an upcoming episode of Shadowhunters. Oh, that's a show. Yeah. Neither of us watch Shadowhunters. I don't watch Shadowhunters. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, Caitlin, which uh, plot would you like to dive into first? Uh, just another day in the Cooper household, uh, goddammit Archie, or whatever's happening with Cheryl, you guys. Okay, so let's do the Archie one because I don't care. Okay. There's a whole student body president debate or Q&A or something going on in the school. Jughead and, and Betty are, are all about like, yeah, we're going to be like the good president if you pick us. And then Reggie and Jesse be like, we'll be the presidents without drama if you take us. I love it. I love it. And then uh, Archie and Veronica are like, we agree on everything. And then Archie completely unprompted is like, especially the prison. <laughs> Can we talk about why Archie wants the prison? Well, here, it doesn't make uh, sense. He says it later in the episode. He thinks it's the future. Okay. Okay. So Archie, I don't even, I don't even want to see Archie's Facebook. You know? Oh, you know he doesn't have a Facebook. Well, like... An, These an are teenagers. It's all Snapchat. His Snapchat. It's all gym pics. <laughs> it's I, all... I don't want to see it. I don't want to see him wearing the shirts. Like, I don't want to see him... Like, I get, like, PTSD thinking about Archie voting for Trump. <laughs> oh, damn it. I did it again. Oh. No, okay. I, I honestly think, though, that, like, this is... This is the most bizarre choice for Archie as... It's not really that... It, it's just, like, such a... Like, why? Like, what do you think the president is going to do? I don't understand. Like, I genuinely don't understand what... He's just... He, he's doing it for Veronica so that she but can feel... Not. So that she can feel safe by being in control that's, of the school. That's not true. I mean, it makes sense that he wants to be president. What I don't understand is why he... Um, why he thinks the president is a good thing um, in any way. Like, I don't... I don't think it... Because... I kind of understand him... No, it doesn't make sense. I kind of understand him thinking it's not going to be, like, terrible. Like, that makes sense to me, because he's, like, a kid and, like, whatever. Like, yeah, you dumb. know. Yeah, like... But, like, if Hiram told him not to let Veronica do it, he wouldn't... Like, he wouldn't why, let her do it. Is he in love with Hiram? That yeah. is my question. Yeah, of course he's in love with Hiram. I'm just... 
Yeah, he, he's a, he's the one with Hiram. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, have I you do. seen Mark Consuelos? I know. Oh my god. I mean, one Marisol Nichols and Mark Consuelos. Um, wow, like just like I want to whatever nutrition that they are putting in their bodies. I would love to hear about it and then for five minutes say that I'm going to do it as well and then realize, like, pizza. Um, but I will go to Pilates with you any day. I, I try to eat well, and then by the end of every week, it's just like, give me all carbs for one day. Yeah, I had a hard day yesterday, so I went to my cycling plus yoga class. It was amazing. I am like, guys, guys, I exercise. Um, and then... I had actually on my walk over to my spin class. This is not. This is a true story. I literally ordered a pizza to be delivered when I got home. So, like, so, and also, um, my boyfriend Ian, bless his soul, like actually does try to eat healthy. And like anytime I do that, I'm like, do you want pizza? Like he'll eat a slice, but like only because I like uh, Lady Macbeth him into eating the pizza. Um, so, yeah. So it's just me. I'm the only one eating pizza. So Lenny Kowalski and Carl Martin are... Uh, oh, sorry. Was that not a fun <laughs> tangent? No, no. It was a great tangent. Thank you. Are <laughs> having a dinner meeting with Hiram. And I'm unsure if Lenny and Carl is supposed to be a Simpsons re- reference or not. Sure. It is. Let's just go with it. Cool. So, like, the cops and the Simpsons and their... Uh, the criminals here. Uh, so they're anxious about Hermione's campaign. The tension is drawn because, you know, they're criminals. And if the press is, like, looking at them and you find out a political person has done something illegal, usually that should end their career and everything. Also, the weird thing about this is that, remember when Hermione came to town in the pilot episode and begged Fred, Fred for, like, a desk receptionist job yeah. or whatever? Remember when she 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 didn't know that Hiram was like up to this stuff, and now it's like she has her own guys. Well, I think she always knew, but it seemed like the entire town was like very like we don't want to touch Hermione. Oh like, yeah, kind it's of kind of weird. Now they're like, I'm gonna vote for her, <laughs> right? Because because also let's well, remember okay. the time frame. Her Hiram was cleared, right? Like he was like that's why he's out of prison, like. I guess. Someone proved that he didn't do something wrong? I bet he served his sentence. I think he was in a lot more trouble than that. Um, wow. I wish I, I wish this were more... Co- it was a long time ago. It was many episodes ago. It was many episodes ago, but the issue is it wasn't a long time ago. So this is my question. Veronica moved to Riverdale in September. Yep. It's now... And her dad came back in, like, early November. Okay, so, so over two months, Veronica discovered her dad's wrongdoings, had him threaten her mom, had her mom start dating Fred, and then Fred, like, dumped her, and then her mom, like, started turning a little bit evil, and Veronica was like, my dad is a supervillain. Then her dad came back to town, and by January, she was like, I'd do anything for my father. So we think it's, like, March being most generous. I, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's about matched up with where we are now. Okay, cool. So I'm just Love saying. Simon's in theaters, so... Right, Love, Simon is in theaters. By the way, guys, Love, Simon was amazing. Like, amazing. Like, so amazing. Like, I loved it. Amazing. I cried. Everyone is perfect. I don't deserve that movie. You don't deserve that movie, but you should all go see it. John loved it. John cried. I was there. It was fun. Why I do have do a huge crush on one of the girls in that movie now. Which which one? Can you guess? Catherine Langford? No. I don't know the other one's name. Alexandria Ship. Ooh, that's a good name. She uh, was also Young Storm in oh, X-Men Apocalypse, which was nice. not a good movie. But she's But, like, great. I respect that. I saw her on Conan, and she was talking about how she was in in this um, harness to fly, like Halle Berry. Oh. And she's like, yo, props to Halle Berry, but, like... That thing put my vagina to sleep. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of amazing that you're just talking about that. And Conan had no idea what to do. He was like, oh yeah. Flustered Conan is the best Conan. Monica Because like a guy would have said that about his penis on any talk show, but... Speaking of Storm, Monica was Storm for Halloween. And Monica also, shout out to Monica, who does not listen to this or watch Riverdale. <laughs> she was in a music video where she had to wear a harness. And, um, and it was like... She said it was, like, so painful. Like, she wanted to cry. 
And I believe it because I, I ziplined before and, you know, that's like, you know, a minute yeah. maybe. I've gone, I've gone on a whole ziplining course. It's, yeah, me too. In but Guatemala. Like, it was awesome. And I did mine in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> it was fun. Archie asks to come to this meeting, this crime lord meeting. I'm just shaking my head. And Hiram has this comment where he says, you, you do always find a way to make yourself useful, Archie. Yeah. Which I call BS on. <laughs> uh, so what we understand is that Hiram somehow doesn't actually have a crew. He has Andre. He has Agent Adams. It's not, it's not Agent. That's not his his first, first name is Agent. This is Agent Adams. And Archie. So he's got AAA security. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thank you. But like, there's no French Canadian thugs. There's no security detail. He's a powerful crime lord from New York. He couldn't bring any of these guys. He had one guy he could bring over, two at the best. Okay, another thing. I'm sorry to keep bringing up the logic, but I thought Hiram Lodge was more of like a... Um, Businessman? Like a Madoff. Madoff? That is what he got in trouble for, yeah. But like, like that's not like... like not, not a Ponzi scheme, but like... He, it was some kind of like bad business deals and fraud and stuff. Yeah, like that's not really the same thing as like Tony Soprano shit. You know what I mean? Like he's not John Gotti. Yeah. Like it's confusing. <laughs> anyway. He's all, he's not like dealing drugs or anything. So uh, like. Is he? We don't know. The Blossoms take care of that. Yeah, yeah. the Blossoms, the drug dealers. Yeah, so he's not going down like that Corleone path. Uh, so. Also, like, he mentions the Montreal guys to Archie, and I'm just wondering, does Archie, like, have thoughts on this confirmation that Hiram's men beat up Moose last season? No, he literally does not care because he is in love with Hiram. Moose is having a really rough time on this show. Is I love saying. Moose. Like, Moose key, might be my favorite character. Moose is, uh, Moose is going through some tough times. So Reggie challenges Archie over the Bulldogs' vote. Uh, anyway, they arm wrestle. It's very sweaty. Uh, Reggie says Fred will lose the election, then Archie beats him in the arm wrestling and threatens to break Reggie's arm if he insults Fred again. Which is kind of insane because Archie's actively... Working against his dad? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so so I, I guess this shows the inner turmoil. So the Italian restaurant is very Godfather, like the music they have playing in the background. Uh, so there is an Italian restaurant. It's not just Pops. Although, it's weird, because Hiram last time had these guys meet about Pops. Is he, like, trying to impress them now? I don't or? It's, it's not. So, Lenny and Carl want a piece of the prison, or, like, they want to be paid off to they want, not like, destroy the prison. a quarter of the prison? It's, they want some, they're threatening Hiram. Uh, they're like, we own the French-Canadian thugs now. We're gonna get you. So, Archie's like, excuse me, I beat up Nick St. Clair. Someone they don't, they don't know. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm the I killed Papa Poutine. No, you you didn't. Uh, and I beat up this random hillbilly kid up in the mountains somewhere. His name was Cassidy. You don't really know him either, but like <laughs> I caught him and like he's gone now. But I also, have... you didn't. Andre took care of him, so Archie's bragging with nothing. Yeah, no, literally none of those things that happened had anything to do with Archie. I mean, great. The St. Clair great. thing. Yeah, did. you beat yeah. up a kid with two broken legs in his bed. <laughs> Fear me. So, I hate this trope, but the two guys start laughing like it's a joke. I actually liked it because uh, I was like, they also think, they don't think it's a joke. They don't they're think just it's a not joke. scared in they're any way. They're just not scared. That's the funnier part of it. I hope that's what it is. I just. I hate that trope. I'm gonna use that all. Where someone now. like just straight up is like, I hate you, and then they're like, ah. <laughs> I'm gonna use every time I send you a script. It's just gonna be <laughs> joke after joke like that. Oh, that's God. all the script's gonna be. <laughs> I'm just gonna smack. So I have some notes. <laughs> uh, it seems like you're just fucking with me. <laughs> so the guys, they're gonna stick around until a higher mix of his mind, or in this case, just like we're gonna stick around until you pay us. Uh, I've decided they're a gay couple, and they're very cute together. They're so cute together. Yeah, Lenny and Carl, they're adorable. They're in the process of adopting a youth. Uh, Hiram pulls Archie aside afterwards. He's like, hey, man, you're a good kid. But, like, Chill. (laughs) (laughs) Be chill. Be more chill. So, 
Uh, at one point, Archie finds Fred and Jughead at home writing, like, the mayoral announcement, speak in the kitchen, and Fred's like, hey, thanks, Archie, for, like, promising to come to this speech. That's <sighs> really great to, to you know, give me some of your time for once. Are we going to talk about what he says about Jughead? Best writer I've ever met. <laughs> and then Jughead says, well, I guess you don't know many writers. And I'm like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fred doesn't read much. Fred clearly does not read much. Fred reads mostly, uh, like, reports on what you're building. Um, Did you read the, I think it was the Jezebel article that was, like, why why Jughead's writing, like, makes no sense? I think it was IO9. IO9. I was, they have very similar layouts. Um, it's, like, really funny because it was, like, he's... Like, if you actually take all of the voiceover and you... And, like, put it in a text? Yeah. yeah. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> I read a really great article about how Archie became a fascist um, this season. Yeah. And I don't remember exactly the website, but I'll find it and share it on Twitter after this, after this comes out. If anyone wants to read about it, it's, like, intelligent, and it talks about how actual fascists are coming about in the real world. Oh, that's interesting. So... I love that moment, by the way, with Fred and yeah. Jughead in the kitchen. Fred's a fucking Because that gem. feels like some some like some of the right stuff that we that we do love about this show. Fred is a Bruce Springsteen where, like, show. The parents inexplicably call on kids as experts of different trades. I love it. It's really cute. Fred is just so great. Yeah. Like I love Fred. Yeah. Fred makes everything better. I wish we had more plots with Fred. <laughs> Remember. Um, what if Fred when was Fred just when when they when they, when they implied there. that Fred was going to get addicted on painkillers and then um yeah because I wrote an entire theory post about that how many episodes ago was that it was a while ago I was just I don't like being wrong about about things and so, I'm often wrong about things <laughs> so Archie and Veronica go back to the Pembroke at one point and they see uh, just some guy in a black mask beating up Andre and Archie chases him down because it looks vaguely like the Black Hood and there's been a lot of that happening happening to him recently. Do they just sell these masks? Like, But it's everywhere? not It's not the Black Hood mask. It's just a ski mask. Yeah. Uh, but they. Uh, it turns out it's Agent Adams. You traitor. What does he say? He says something funny. <laughs> like something like, you a traitor. And then Agent Adams. He calls him. Who is uh, hot, No, no, no. He, he calls him a piece of, and then Adams punches uh, Archie so that they don't say shit on TV. It's clever. Uh, and then, uh, or you traitorous piece of, but then, and then Adam's like, tell Adam to take the deal. And then runs off. And I bet we never see him again. I was weirdly attracted to Agent Adams in that moment. I was like, oh my God, Agent Adams. Like he's way more interesting as a villain. Yeah. It's a bit of a Grant Ward situation. I like him when he's not being so stiff and like tough and like, you know, Hiram's going to like give in and pay the other guys. And Archie's like, wait, I have an idea. We cut to Fred, who gives a speech, but Archie isn't there, and Mary Andrews is very upset with her son. Uh, and then uh, Archie recruits Reggie to help the lot just in return for giving him those bulldogs votes for the school office. Wait. So, what? Can you repeat that? Which part? Who gets the votes? Uh, so Archie won all of the Bulldogs' votes when he won that arm wrestling competition. And now Archie's saying all the Bulldogs can vote for you. Yes. If. If we get the band back together. Okay. They So Carl and, and, and Lenny are like, oh, we're going to see Hiram. But then it like stands him up for dinner and the waiter's like, you guys should go outside and check in your car. <laughs> That's not how we talk. I think it is. Uh, they go outside and their car explodes. By the way, they share one car. Gay couple confirmed. Uh, there's no driver. They drove each other. That's adorable. And well, then Archie and the Dark Circle come out all in masks. And we're like, they're like, get out of town. We're the Dark Circle. Be the thing We're not the fear. Red Circle. We're, we're darker than that. We're less communist? We're the <laughs> Dark Circle. I can't figure it out. Uh, and... And they do, but also Mary is leaving town. Why? She's clearly in love with Fred. <laughs> I know, right? Like, it's upsetting. She, she must have broken up with that guy back in Chicago. But maybe they're trying to work it out. Uh, but she also calls out Archie for missing Fred's speech and has, like, a, she's much like me. She doesn't understand what <laughs> happened to his character. <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep sneezing. Archie used to be best friends with 
Jughead and hanging out with Betty at the chocolate shop and the music and, you know, sleeping with your teacher. What happened to you? <laughs> You've yeah. changed. Aren't you actually this whole school year? A lot of bad lot. things. He's gone on a journey. Yeah. Not great. He's only a sophomore. He's just a sophomore. So upsetting. He's like maybe 16. Yeah. But probably 15? Unclear. And then... Hiram gives Archie a vintage Firebird. The car. And I'm like, you know what? Hiram's a convertible. Okay. It's winter. It doesn't Put matter. the top up. He's like, you're going to be driving Veronica, so the Veronica gets behind the wheel, which... I think I'm starting to really dislike Veronica. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm over Veronica. I used to love Veronica. And he's like, oh, Lenny and Carl might come back. And that's the end of that storyline. Like, I want to point something out. I do love this show. <laughs> I do. I just, I feel like so sad about Archie and Veronica's storyline this season because, yes, Jughead, insufferable at times. Betty is actually pretty good always, even when she's being a fucking nightmare, like, to other people. Like, I'm always, like, on board for it. Mm-hmm. I just don't, like, Veronica, what happened to you? You used to try to be a good person. Now you're going to be you're being a bad person. And it's just so confusing. I think my, my issue with this storyline is that it's the driving force for the entire back half of the season now. There's no, yeah. like, first season it was Betty and Jughead solving a mystery. Second season it was, like, Betty and Archie fighting a, fighting a serial killer. And then it now it's just, there's no secret, there's no mystery. It's Archie and Veronica defending a plan to build a private for-profit prison in town. That's much less exciting than the potentially deadly plots that they were dealing with before. Right. And I think it's also like, I don't see... Hiram just seems like a selfish asshole who wants a bunch of money. Like, it's not... There's really no, like, ethos behind it. It would almost be one thing if it was, like, the Black Hood happened or whatever, and then for some reason, someone like Fred wanted to build the prison, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't necessarily, like, for... Profit? Yeah. Like, if it was for some deeper reason, like, saving the soul of Riverdale by (laughs) building a prison. You know what I mean? Like That soul of Riverdale, it's housed beneath Pop's Diner. Yeah, it's it's terrifying. The heart of Riverdale. Literally a heart. So where do you want to jump next? Coopers uh, or Cheryl? Coops. Yeah, so we can end on a good Choney-based meal. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah that was that like, makes sense. Goddamn it, Archie was like the um, the salad <laughs> section. And I usually skip this. Now we got to enter our protein. Yeah. This is the meat and then Choney is dessert. Okay. So Alice comes home to find Chick watching the news like the fucking kid from Poltergeist just on the floor in front of it. By the way, the chick is just constantly scared this entire episode, <laughs> which is a far cry from where he was last week. Uh, but the cops found the shady man's car in the swamp. Okay, I'm still team Chick. I swear to God. Chick we're not, is great. We're not having this conversation. <sighs> they are. So Team Dead Body meets up at Bob's. Uh, FP has a great line. How could you know that Junkyard Steve drags the swamp for castoffs? That's hilarious. <laughs> That's how they found it. How could you know uh, that? Also, FP's like in uniform in this whole conversation. Shouldn't he be working? FP's so He's cute. He's taking a long uniform. break. He's adorable. So Jughead and Betty don't... Oh, by the way, yeah, the guy who plays FP, Skeet Ulrich, is in great shape. Like, oh, I, amazing I didn't shape. think he was in... He was as skinny as he turned out to be when he showed up at I think uh, they Kelly gave Fett. him a little bit the of a jacket makes him yeah. makes him look bulked out a bit more. No, he's very attractive and, and very fit. He's a legend, so, if you will. Jughead and, Betty, Jughead and Betty don't know if they were wearing gloves when they dumped the car. It's a very bad plan. <laughs> Meanwhile, with the student body president plot, Sweet Pea doesn't think Jughead should run for student body president. And I agree. Honestly, the school does not need a president if they, these are their choices. They also think if Betty isn't one of them. Also true. But she did the sexy dance. Yeah, I don't know if that meant that much. What do you mean? That old lady implied it meant everything. (laughs) That's why she did it in front of a bunch of middle-aged men. What if the old lady was like, oh my god, that girl. Oh my god, she actually did it. (laughs) I was just fucking with her. (laughs) So, Chuck and Betty won't get the serpent votes. So who are the serpents going to vote for? Reggie? 
Yeah, probably. She would actually really hope Reggie wins. I know. I just want to look at him more on posters. And Especially stuff. if it's Pilot Reggie. Not actor, just persona. Yeah. I like that guy. I wish that guy, I wish Ross Butler came back, though, and like just had like a mini moment with the new <laughs> Reggie for some reason. Which reminds me, where was 13 Reasons Why Season 2? Um, so I have theories. It's taking a while. <laughs> Should we save them for the rumor mill? <laughs> well, yeah. I just read an article about how it's possible that I think they're going to surprise... I thought it you was think possible. they're going to surprise release it? I think they're going to surprise release it. Or, or does every school shooting make, make Netflix go, oh, we should hold off? Well, that's what happened with Heathers. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think that they're going to surprise drop it because they don't need to advertise it. That's fair. You know, but I did hear that they're able, that they're screening it this weekend and then also on like the 6th or something. Hmm. So I thought they might drop it a year from the anniversary like, because it's this weekend, oh. is the year mark. Oh, I didn't know that. But I think that what they're probably going to do is wait until next weekend or the weekend after. Hmm. So. So, <clears throat> Jughead and Betty pump Kevin for information on the car. They're pumping him again. How does he not know what their angle is? Like, how is, he, how is he not figuring out that they're using him all the time? This episode had a lot of people going to Kevin for information. <laughs> Don't worry, Kevin's in control next week. Yeah. Uh, he tells him the owner picked up the car. <gasps> the owner? Uh, some some lady. <laughs> Team Dead Body meets up again, and Chick's like, oh yeah, Dwayne? Yeah, he borrows his girlfriend Darla's car all the time. I love Darla. Can we just... Uh, yes. Betty has this lie where she's like, gee, Chick, have you ever been helpful in any way to anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Elizabeth. <laughs> That was very funny because it was true, but also at the same time, like Betty just seems like a really um, bitter. She's like, just older had it with Chick's bullshit, just like me. No, I'm totally like Chick is not doing anything wrong. Chick is so useless this entire episode. <laughs> Alice is like Betty, we gotta keep appearances. You're coming home, and she's like not until Chick moves out, and Chick's like. I'll move out. <laughs> and, which, by the way, is super out of character for him, because what's the end game with the cutting of the photos if you're like, I'll move out? Unless you think this is some kind of play to get back in the house. I'm telling you. Is he trying to play a long game here with what he does in this episode? He is just, he just making a collage. He just goes. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I am the biggest chick of At the end of the season, they just reveal this big, uh, this big art piece that he made. And it's like good. Like, it's really good. And it's just the title, All My New Best Friends. Oh my god, so sad. <laughs> and he's just, he's just on the spectrum and, like, Aww. doesn't understand people. Oh, that's sad. Aww. So Betty, like, midway through Betty trying to convince her mom to, like, let her get a serpent tattoo, Chick comes in with, like, this random girl and it's like, hey, I found Darla. And they're like, why? Why would you do that? It's like, it's okay. She, oh, Darla threatens the family. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I could go back to Centerville, uh, but Dwayne owed me $10,000. I'm obsessed with Darla. Everything about Darla is, it, this is, I, I love it. <laughs> Which means you now owe me $10,000. Her accent is amazing. I like, it's like a Darla. little bit Midwest, because I assume Centerville is in the Midwest. I don't think that makes any sense. But, but it fine. might also be another quantum state town. Not, like Riverdale, that's all over the place. I don't really care about Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne wasn't really a good boyfriend. No, that was bad. That's not good. That's not how the perfect Darla sounds. Is that okay? Is that okay? You're doing okay. Am I doing okay? So Betty's gonna go to the bank first thing in the morning, and Darla's like, I got all night. I can wait. Do you got any board games? <laughs> what board game do they play? Do they play a board game? I don't remember. I bet it's Monopoly. That's a Betty's at the bank. Alice calls Betty. She's like, there's another guy in the house now. There's so the, many of them. The strong man who's beating up Chick. You you saved Chick from him uh, episodes ago. It was a long time ago. Alice is just like hiding behind a chair. How did she get over there? How did this? How did that guy let her out of their sight? These people are dumb. They're dumb. They don't seem smart, John. <laughs> so she tells Betty not to come home. So Betty goes straight home. <laughs> and the dude is like. Still scarred from pepper spray around his eyes. Oh yeah, which is ridiculous. Cause it's, no, it's it's been a while. Did I ever tell you what happened to me with pepper spray? No. 
how... Go on. I was at a venue in LA. Were you there? Maybe you were there. And... When you got sprayed with pepper spray? I think I'd have... I'd remember that. It wasn't... It was very, 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 very weird. It was the end of the night. I was dancing. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I breathe in, and suddenly I can't breathe. Like, I... I start coughing. Like, it is insane. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even explain the feeling. It was like... It was, it was like, impossible to breathe. And so I just ran for the exit. And so I noticed everybody else was also running for the exit. Mm. And I was coughing, almost, like, vomiting coughing. And basically, I still don't know what happened, but the next week I went back to the same menu. And apparently somebody, like, like sprayed mace or something in the air. Wow. That, it was, like, insane. I, it, it felt like it was, uh, like, I don't know where it came from. But it felt like like poisonous like gas or something. Like it was really scary. Wow. Yeah. I ran for the exit. Like it was like insane. That's scary as hell. Yeah, it was really scary. Anyway, that's my story. It's <laughs> a great story. Yeah. Okay, so she has the money for Darla and this dude, and they're like, hold on. You know, I like this house. I think I'll stay. Yeah, why would you stay? Because the guy's a box cutter, so like he threatened them. Like, a roof! We have a roof now! We're not living in a motel, we're living in the Cooper's house! How how long is that going to last for? A a part of me really hopes that Mary Andrews is just next door. (laughs) Like, what is going on? (laughs) Because almost the entirety of the Southside Serpents kick in the door and come in and pull their own knives on this guy. And she's like, like, get out of here. We're friends with the sheriff's son. They'll never believe you. There's no evidence of that car anyway. Get out. And then Betty is like, basically, I'm a serpent now. <laughs> like, right? Right? I'll get a jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah you're a serpent now. It's I'll fine. get a tattoo. That's great. That's fine. Mom signed this release form so I can get my <laughs> tattoo, which is not how gang affiliation Even Alice works. is like, thank you, Jagga and the Southside Serpents. And- Chick, move out. We're done with you, okay? Stop bringing people who want to hurt us into the house. <laughs> Poor chick. And like, okay, I'll stop attacking the Sassy Serpents, and then I'm going to go hook up with FP. And they FP, don't actually like, kiss. FP, yeah, she goes and asks, but then FP does like this slime move where he like picks out his gum and like tosses it, and like, oh, you, you know what's about to happen. That's adorable. Weird, but adorable. And that's the whole Cooper plot. I love FP. I love him. Sorry, he's so... He's cute. really grown as a character. I know. He's a... Like, he really the parents a, are the, the parent, best part yeah. of the show. Alice slid backwards this season. No, I like Alice better this season. She's a little more complex. The obsessiveness over Chick? She's... he's Again, I don't know why you hate Chick so much. I don't know why you support Chick so much. Because Chick didn't have a family. He I, murdered a man. He didn't murder a man. Obviously, that was an accident or um, something. You know what? I'm taking back my approval of that. I think he actually killed the guy, and the show is just on TV, so they're not going to show someone brain someone. But then Alice just defended him for murdering someone? Yes. I don't think that happened. I actually think it's more likely that Alice killed someone and Chick is taking the fall. Why would Chick do that? Because Chick loves his mom. No, he's using her. He's not using her. He wants to control her and own her. That's, honestly, I don't know where you're getting this from. The cutting of the pictures. The cutting There's of no the collage. It's a collage. It's a bit. It's, it's a We're collage. We're doing a bit. It's a collage. I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm not, it's not a bit, dude. I love Chick. No, you're fucking with me. I'm not fucking with you. You said you were last week. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now I mean it. Anyway, don't be upset. Let's just... You know, different strokes for different folks. Let's not make it all political, <laughs> So Cheryl watches some black and white movie where she's, like, imagining if her friends were in it, which of all the friends she picks, it's Moose and Kevin. Yeah, because they're in love. On, like, a <laughs> gay romp on the beach. They're in love. And the sisters are like, bad. Gay is bad. It's terrible. Veronica is so upper class that when Tony mentions a boarding school in Switzerland for all girls, she's like, there's only one of those, and here's its name. <laughs> and then they don't even check on that. <laughs> and then Tony's like, it's like, yeah, but she'd be taking pictures all the time. Tony's like, yeah, her social media is silent. And they're like, what? Well, she's clearly dead. <laughs> but, like, if the girls didn't notice it on their own, that means they're not following Cheryl. <gasps> well, no, because... 
you don't always notice when people don't post. You only notice when people do post. But if someone is a constant poster. I guess. I'm sure they're following Cheryl. So, back at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, Sister Livingston comes into Cheryl's room and she's like, you and your brother used to dress the same and be together a lot and grandmother will get you confused. And it's like, is she implying incest or something? That's what I thought, but then I think she's just trying to say that like, is she just saying, it's weird, your Nana would mix you up, and then... It shows, like, she was blind. Yeah, <laughs> Nana also thought Betty was Polly, okay? Yeah, she's like, not good at this. She's not okay. <laughs> she's not, but she's not all there. <laughs> God, why is everyone so harsh on Nana? <laughs> uh, they give her this assignment. There, she has to move sacks of... Eh. Grain, uh, maybe. Yeah, off of a pallet. Sand. Into a corner of Undercroft. They definitely do this in certain boot camps. Listen, I... Like, exercise boot camps. Yeah, and then just, like, it's the wrong corner. But I... Like, I worked in a warehouse. And I'm like, why... Why take them off the pallet? Why is there no pallet, Jack? Why not wrap I, them up with cling wrap to keep them all secure in, like, a tight little bundle in one corner? Okay, John, I want why to Why is this gay conversion... Why is this gay conversion torture when it's only torturing me? I think I think that the point isn't that they really need those pallets or whatever it was those bu- those bags of sand on the other side of the room. I don't think there's a reason that they have to be there. Well, I mean, it's got to be useful for them in some way. I don't think it is. I think it's just like, oh hey, look they at just all these have. Sands. They just have a pile of sandbags they need moved around. Maybe it's like for flooding. Sure, let's keep them in the basement. Yeah. It fl- the basement. But flies. how does this force Cheryl to be straight? It doesn't. Gay conversion doesn't work. Well, I mean, there's a, they gotta have a goal with something, right? It's not just torture for torture's sake. Um, I don't know, man. People who hate gay people also tend to be illogical in other ways. <laughs> uh, the girls question Penelope about Cheryl's location, and she's like. Oh, you want to know where Cheryl is? Well, take a look at this! And shows Josie the picture that Cheryl drew of them together. And she's like, Cheryl's crazy! Remember, Cheryl's very talented, remember, but crazy! Remember ten episodes ago? Back when the Black Hood was murdering people? Tales from the Dark Side? When she gave you that heart? And was that ten episodes? That was ten episodes ago. Uh, that's a lot of episodes. Well, I'm glad we came back. Uh, Josie, uh, Josie quits the rescue mission. Which, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Fine. Cheryl threatened her life and sent her a pig's heart. Because she loved her. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, fine. No. Fine. <laughs> All of this said and done, Cheryl does legitimately need therapeutic help. Yes, but not here. No, 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 obviously not there. But, like, <laughs> someone help her. Uh, Penelope leaves Nana at home alone. She leaves on some Bob Ross on a... Truly ancient television because set. Because she's kind deep down. Where is Bob Ross playing on TV? It's on Netflix. Uh, is that T and Tiny TV connected to a Netflix box? Or it something? could be. There's no reason it couldn't be. Well, you'd have to have several adapters get into yes, like a Roku or something. That's true. But Nana, Nana, like looks around like she's just realized she's in the home alone for the first time, and like misery crawls. Yeah. To the to the to the phone, which is around the same time at the school, Antoinette Topaz. Gets a call to come to the office. I think the that phone. Tony is a descendant of a queen. No, no, Native Americans. A Native American queen. They didn't have queens. Really high up power ranking Chief? person. Maybe? Chief? I don't know. But, like, I imagine that if we got a flashback episode, like, we would have the original Antoinette Topaz. Is it a flashback episode when it flashes back to people who don't exist in the present. A time period jump. I don't know. I just imagine I just want to see that episode. I want to know the history of her name. Why? Cuz I love her. So it's Nana on the phone who basically calls me like, "She's not far away. Cheryl, she's nearby. Just tell her where she is. Don't She's with the sisters." And then it hangs up. Of course. Because Claudius Cut the phone line. So Veronica connects the message to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, and they're like, who knows about gay gay stuff? <gasps> Kevin. Yeah, I didn't love that. I, I didn't love what Kevin says here, that basically the kids from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy escape out of a tunnel to go hook up in the woods. That seems like the kind of thing that, like, the Sisters <laughs> of Quiet Mercy would, like, propagate. There's a secret tunnel to the gay woods. 
Yeah. For 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 secret hookup sessions with all the gay kids in that in that place. Cuz I kind of feel like if you're being tortured, you're not like, well, I can't wait to stop being tortured so I can go hook up in the woods. No, you go to the woods. Oh, that was a rough day of torture. Hey, after movie night, you want to go hook up in the gay woods? <laughs> yeah, like maybe you go and like try to run away, like and all they do is go out there to cruise? Right. Like, you don't have to come back. Right. Don't just come back. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> so, I have opinions on Veronica's caper outfit. Okay. It's... Impractical? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So first of all, it looks like something uh, Power Girl would wear, who's like a comic book character who's like Supergirl, but her suit has this... Little little window for her boobs. Oh, uh, so it's like sexist power girl, sexist supergirl. At this point, it's too iconic to to get rid of as her costume. Also, I have opinions on Tony's outfit, which I thought Don't was fine dare. until until they were in the dark and they just shine the flashlight on her and it looked like she wasn't wearing a shirt at all. Oh, that's funny. Because it was I did not so notice. sheer. You didn't notice this when they were in the tunnel? I didn't actually. I thought she was wearing a shirt, and then the flashlight comes on. I was like, whoa! She's not wearing a shirt. That is just her bra. Well, that's a look. It's just it's, it's just warm. so sheer. It's funny. Yeah. Like, these, they, they were looking through their claws, like, what should I wear for this outfit? Something comfortable, easy to move in? Nah. <laughs> I need to show off my breasts for the nuns. For the nuns. So they come into movie night. I thought they were watching Love, Simon, but they're not. Uh, uh, they probably would not be watching Love Simon here. What if they did, but then the nuns shocked you every time something gay happened on screen? Oh, that'd be sad. But I would still enjoy it because Love Simon's such a good movie. So, Tony interrupts the movie. She's like yelling for Cheryl for a while, and Cheryl's like just crying and watching the movie. And then Tony comes in and they kiss in front of everyone. And there's no reaction from the other kids, who I guess are all zombies. It's really sad. Gay conversion is terrible. It's probably not a lot like this, but it's terrible. No, it's probably absolutely nothing like this. But it's it's worse, probably, It's honestly. for the best the show didn't make this the main thing all week. Yeah. Because um, it's worse yeah, than this. this. It's this worse. Is your, this is your moment. My moment? The girl's oh, kiss. Oh, yeah. Tony. I love it. Yeah. Honestly, this is all I've ever wanted. This is what I've been talking about since before they met. Yeah. I think it's before Tony showed up. Yeah, yeah. You were talking about it as soon as it was announced that she might be appearing at some point in the show. Yeah, so I was right. Which is freaking crazy. It's not crazy. You can't. Am I wrong for yes, thinking... Yes, you're wrong. We all agree. You shouldn't even let me finish. Yes. Am I wrong for thinking you shouldn't ship characters that haven't met each other? No. Okay, like, thank I, you. What if I was like... But then, I mean, yes, but, you were wrong. But make up your mind. What if I was like, John, oh my god, there's this girl that I know, and you would be perfect for her. I ship you guys. Would that be wrong? No. Right. But these are real people who so exist. So if you ever want that to happen, let me have this. You've done it to me already. I know. Twice. You're welcome. But this is different. They're fictional characters. Yeah, so it should be You don't easy. know if they have any chemistry. Honestly, what do Tony and Cheryl have in common? They're both outsiders. Are they? They both have amazing Tony's hair. part of a group. They have great fashion sense. They're both cheerleaders. They both have complicated relationships with authority. I'm just saying, it works. Okay? Let, it, let me have this. You're not letting me have Chick as a good person, so let me have Chick this. Chick isn't a good person. He threatened his sister. He didn't threaten his, his sister. You scare me, Betty. You scare me. Yeah. That's what he did. Last episode, in your face. Like, I am scared of you with, like, crazy eyes. After Betty was like, let me shine a lighter in your fucking face. Yeah, she's not good either. Yeah, but Chick is also, like, just defending himself. No. It's not Chick's fault that he had a hard life. Alice it is his fault that he's, like, manipulating people into leaving the house. Hal Cooper is the fucking scum of the earth. Hal Cooper's misunderstood. Hal oh, Cooper deserves oh, a second oh, chance. Oh, oh, oh. Maybe I'm fucked up, but I just uh-huh. want to... I'm always going to root for marriage to succeed and fix itself. Maybe if Hal stopped fucking off to fuck Penelope Blossom yeah. and, like, talked to Alice, they could... 
solve their problems. See, I'm also very, I understand where One you're therapist in this town, maybe two, a marriage counselor and a therapist. I, I tend to feel this a similar way about how I think, I mean, in real life, yes, but mo- mostly on TV shows, I think that people tend to be like, get married, get divorced, like, very quickly without, like, a lot of, like, uh, it just doesn't seem like one, their, their marriage wasn't really built on trust anyway. Like, it wasn't like they had, like, a really solid foundation, and then over time, like... Yes, they did. I mean, they were high school sweethearts, and, like... She got pregnant by some other guy. <laughs> That's true. And also had but an affair he, with a different guy. But I'm not sure if he knows that. <laughs> I think he knows that now. She, he did tell her to, like, go to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, basically, and, like... Again, these are things... I, I yeah, agree. These are all bad things. Now, things. they yeah. should be talking and going to a marriage counselor. It just seems like now that he's had an affair with, like, her literal worst enemy and tried to, like, cut her out of... She, she's sleeping with FP. She's not sleeping with FP. Oh, you don't think that's happening? I don't know. I hope so. But, you know, a lady can hope, but that doesn't mean it comes true. I just don't want a family to be torn apart. We can create a new family called the Phallus family. <laughs> so you want the mom and dad to be dating and then their individual kids to also be dating. Yeah. It's fine. It doesn't even bother me a little bit, actually. I've decided this. Yeah, it's gross as hell. It's not that gross. They don't have to... If they live together, it would be a different thing. I'm not about this. Okay, John. Get on board. Get on board, the Phallus. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. They run from the nuns as if they're escaping a zombie horde. They are of nuns. And, like, they lock the door behind them, and it's like... Those nuns died a long time ago. They've been dead inside the whole time. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. And then, like, the next day, Cheryl's just back at school. Yeah. Like... Where is she sleeping? What is she Back at home? What is she supposed to do? Is that fine? Maybe she's staying at Tony's. I would love to know for sure. Um, She's just back, and she immediately is like, forget about all of that. (laughs) Kevin, there's a musical coming up, and I'm going to be Carrie White. He's like, actually, there's auditions. No! I'm Carrie White. And then she she turns around from him, looks in the middle distance, and goes, and this school is going to burn. I love that because who was she talking to? Yeah, why? The school didn't do anything. No one in this school betrayed you. They saved you. Why are you threatening the school? And then meanwhile, behind her, Kevin has this amazing face of just like, (laughs) what? I love it. I think it's great. It's priceless. Yeah. So anyway, John, comic connections? No. Rumor mill. First? It's always first. Or actually, sorry, uh, superlatives are always okay, first. Okay, super, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> super, 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 to become actual student body president. I guess that counts. But probably Kevin. Uh, chaperone, FP. Yeah, FP's great. Mm-hmm. Or Fred, he's also great. Or Mary, she's also great. There's really... I kind of want to give Prom King to Jughead for helping with the speech for Fred. Okay. <laughs> sure, why not? Alright, rumor mill. What do you... What do you think's gonna happen next um, week? Let's see. Well... This is a really hard rumor mill because, because we, know. we know and we don't want to spoil it for you guys. I think it's going to be a delightful episode with a lot of good music yeah. uh, that's going to be smarter than you think. It's actually going to use Carrie, the musical, to comment on uh, where the characters are right now. Yeah, I will say that this was probably one of my favorite episodes like this of any TV show. You know, like, I can't really... Other great musical episodes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The Vampire Slayer is pretty good. I like the Scrubs one. That's a good one, actually. I've seen that. Um, the Flash one was terrible. I think that was just... What I liked about this was, obviously, when you watch it, and you'll, you'll all see, but it's not like it's so naturalistic. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't... like, like nothing, This show has never been naturalistic. No. Like, there are definitely moments where it's like... 
everyone is seems like they're in an actual musical as opposed to just rehearsing for a musical. But also there are moments where it, it feels it just works. Like it'll it be just, it'll be better than Rise. It was just really well written. It was really well well written. The music really really worked. Everybody's so talented. Can't really say everyone brought their A game. It. I think yeah. And anyway, so we, that's our theory. <laughs> yeah, well, that's our theory. We'll get into Vermilion because of something that happens in the episode that we won't spoil. It kind of does like steer the ship in a way that I don't feel super comfortable disclosing in the rumor mill, and I yeah. have a lot of theories about it. Um, Do we think Carl and Lenny will ever come back? I don't know, man. I just really want to want to see what they're doing, you know? So, okay, okay, I got two comics connections. I got two of them. You okay, John? I got two comics connections. I'm very tired. Uh, so, F.P. Jones, or Forsyth Pendleton Jones II, or, as he... Multiple original names. Uh, Victor Jones or Timothy Jones. FB's Before they better. settled on what Jughead's actual name is. Uh, he's a very thin-looking guy. Almost exactly like Jughead, but older and balding. Okay. Get, all the dads are balding. This is wrong for FP. Uh, he sometimes wishes his son could be more athletic. Nope. It's suggested he's not entirely financially sound, but makes enough to provide for his family. And there's a lot of storylines about uh, keeping his job. Uh, or having trouble with his job and suggests he's like a salesman. But it's possible he is low on money to pay for his family because his son eats so much. That's funny. Uh, he is a solid family man with a comfortable lifestyle. Okay, that's confusing. So there's no drugs or gangs or anything. Uh, the Dark Circle uh, was previously Red Circle Comics. It's a publishing imprint. Uh, published superheroes in the 70s and 80s. Then was a digital imprint from 2012 to 2014, and then was revamped and returned to print in 2015 under its current name, The Dark Circle. Uh, characters include The Black Hood, The Shield, The Hangman, The Fly, Fly Girl, The Comet, and The Fox. That's cool. A lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. Did we go through all of our sections? Yeah. Cool. Wow. It's not sure. We've been... No, we've been recording for a while. Oh, we had arguments this week. We did, but like, out of love. Yeah. Riverdale love. Yeah. So, uh, John, where can they find you? Or actually, no, John, what are you looking forward to? And then where can they find you? I got a bunch of stuff. Um, I saw Ready Player One. It was good? Better than the book. Pretty good. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's not like the, the in-your-face, like, look at all these things you remember that... You thought it was going to be? That Twitter thought it was going to be. I was always fine with it. Um, Series of Unfortunate Events just came back. I watched the first episode of that. It's good to be back. Uh, And then, like, I started watching this anime that's kind of getting to me right now where it's about this girl uh, in in Japan who's, like, she's she's a teenager and she's worried that she's not doing anything with her youth. She's not living the life. She's not going on adventures. And then she and a bunch of friends, like, get in their heads, like, let's go to Antarctica. And they like find like, like this like expedition they could actually join to go to Antarctica. And it's just like, just girls like being like, let's do it. Let's go on an adventure. Let's, let's ha- make it happen. That's and cool. it's kind of delightful and really well animated. I know someone who actually works in Antarctica for a couple of months. That's cool. Yeah. Apparently like it's a thing. Like I don't think you can go for like a long time. No. But like you can go and work there. Mm-hmm. Honestly sounds pretty terrible. <laughs> but... <laughs> You can watch a cartoon about it and not have to do right. the real thing. Yeah, I mean, she had a great time. She it was like amazing, but I don't think I like. I like postmating food to my house, and I don't think you can do that <laughs> when it's just a little bit too cold. Yeah, no, you can't. So anyway, what I'm looking forward to. Thanks for asking. Oh, what are you <laughs> looking forward to, Kaylin? Um, I really am loving. So I watched the first season last year, and it took a really long time to come back. But the arrangement on E is basically a show about, um, it's, look, like, I live in L.A., and I'm one of those people who, like, actually, like, love shows about L.A., (laughs) as opposed to hates them, which I think a lot of people feel, but I feel the opposite. So, basically, it's a series about this, like, kind of struggling actress who auditions for this, like, big Hollywood movie, and not only does she get the part in the big Hollywood movie, she also gets, like, um, like, a contract marriage, with the star 
So it's a very Tom Cruise, Katie Holmes situation. What? Did I say that? No. Because the arrangement is like constantly like, not about Tom Cruise or Katie Holmes or Scientology, <laughs> but also like very clearly, very thinly veiled. Um, so, or at least that was the inspiration for it. Because there's a whole, those rumors that Tom Cruise contracted yeah. Katie Mary. Yeah. Katie it's, uh, it's Holmes, in, not it's Perry. In, uh, it's in going clear. Yeah. So that's like a big thing. Um, and it's just really good. It's... It's, like, just the right amount of, like, ridiculous, but, like, also pretty grounded, and I think the acting is actually really strong, and I just, like, I think that they're taking, I think I, like, watched, like, all three in a row and not realized, I didn't realize that um, there were going to be, you know, now I'm, like, on a week-to-week basis with it, Mm -hmm. and I'm, like, so excited for the next episode that I keep, like, going online and like looking for it like when John got here and like the arrangement was like pulled up on iTunes like that's how excited I am for it I just think it's really good I think you can watch it all on E! Online um it's just so fun it's so fun and I love the lead actors and it's great yeah oh and I'm really excited for April Fool's Day that scary movie Oh, I, I thought you were the actual holiday. I, I love scary movies. I love them. I, I will watch, no matter how ridiculously bad a scary movie is or how terrible the reviews are, like, I will go see it in theaters. I can actually use your... I think I want to write a scary movie. Oh, my God. And, and so I'm debating Do you like scary ideas. podcasts? <laughs> so where, they can, where can they find you, Caitlin? Uh, where where in, the, in the World Wide Web's... <laughs> Can, can you be found? You can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. That's R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. Find my dog on Instagram at Stella the Mystery Pup at Instagram. At Stella the Mystery Pup. Sorry, I got confused. John, where can they find you? Uh, on Twitter at John Penn. And of course, on my blog, Catcher in the Rye, where Rye is spelled W-R-Y. Yes, it is. Um... It's, we have a little bit of a hiatus before the next episode, right? We do. Because they knew that you were going to Disney World? I'm going to Disney World. Fuck yeah. I'm so goddamn excited for this trip. Um, John is going to Cambodia. Yeah, but that's in that's like after the season I just ends, say, I think end that, of May. But this really, this really like says a Does it says a lot about us? Yes. Like, where like your, your idea of a big trip is Disney World, even though we live close to Disneyland. Yeah, no, I have an annual pass to Disneyland. <laughs> and I'm going to go rough it in Cambodia for 10 days. Yeah. So uh, don't get me wrong, that sounds fun too, but fun for you. It's going to be very humid. Yeah. I'm excited. No. I mean, okay, to be fair, I did like study abroad and stuff, so it's not like I haven't traveled. Where did you study? Italy. Ooh. We talked about this a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I went to Italy. Which I hear fun. they have good pizza there. They do. Yeah. I think I'm just ready. Like, I really wanted to just do like um, like a trip that was like a little bit more organized. I feel like my life has been really busy. Uh, so I kind of wanted to do like something fun that I that was a little straightforward. My whole thing, uh, like... My whole my whole thing is that because I'm young and I could afford to get like kinda kinda handle like the, yeah. the weirder places, go there and like when I'm older I can like do Greece and Italy and all that stuff. That's, no, that makes like, sense. Super nice and like oh I'll love that when I'm middle aged. Well <laughs> just eat. I mean when you study abroad and you travel, you're usually not staying in like super nice places. But Oh really? When I studied abroad in London, it was doing great. London I think is a little different. Well no, we st- we lived in a really nice place in Rome. But when you traveled from there? Yeah, it was like, you know, we didn't... We actually, I wish... I didn't take huge advantage of that. I'm excited for Steven's magician birthday. <laughs> That's another thing. We're Steven's doing. super magician birthday. Yeah, yeah, we're going to a party. We're going, we're going to a party. party. There's going to be, be a magician. It's going to be magic. We're so excited. And we're going to just grow as people. We love you, Steven. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Steven and Michael. And Michael. Happy birthday, guys. Over and out, River Vixens? (laughs) Over and out, River Vixens.